0: Welcome back to part two of Monster Hunter. This is part two, I guess. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) And then scene. All right. And welcome back. Like I said, uh, we have the same crew we did last time, and this probably won't be a very interesting episode if you didn't listen to the first one, so you should probably listen to the first one. Uh, this episode, we're gonna go over some of our negatives about the game, what we overall feel about it, and, you know, some of the ways we played a little differently. So, uh, which one of us feels the grumpiest right now?
1: Mm, possibly me. Possibly me.
0: Alright, alright, uh, you wanna start off on the old, uh, negative train?
1: Yeah, go on, I'll get this train rolling. It... It's a train that I don't think needed to embark on a journey too much, but that's uh, right. yeah, yeah, it's, it's a short ride. Yeah, yes, it's a brief ride. Um, let's let's go back. So, if you remember on the previous podcast, I said what Monster Hunter games I did actually play. Um, you would have heard one of them that I mentioned was the PS3 HD remaster of Portable Third. Now, you think it, you'll be thinking, well, why did you play that? A, it's it's in Japanese. B, it's a uh, it's probably pretty similar to monster hunter 3 um the thing is this game actually brought around a stage which got introduced into monster hunter 3 ultimate which was as as you'll remember from our old sessions years back um the one with you know it's got a little waterfall area it's got a little cave around there it's got a little village it's all quite serene sort of japanese countryside but um it also has little bits which walk off towards uh random trees in the sky all sorts of crazy stuff and the thing for me was that in that one small map, which is one of the smallest because it was actually originally made for the PSP, um, in that small map, it feels like there's about seven or eight different major scenes. You know, you could class those off as uh, you know seven or eight different worlds if you wanted to. And I feel like Monster Hunter World for me, as as much as there is, uh, you know, lovely variety in the in the scenery and offer, it doesn't feel well. It feels like we've been spoiled by what what's gone before. You know you break down these levels it doesn't feel like there's massive distinct areas you could say there's three different layers to each each zone but um, I don't think it goes anywhere near as far as being as iconic as those older ones although you know it is still fresh I might be completely off the point these could grow on me further over the time but say I take the Rotten Vale for example you've got your outside dome area of the top with the little, um, the little dip where you can sometimes find a a Radovan fighting a, a basil goose <laughs> Uh, you've got your <laughs> I like entry. that pause your... for a
0: second there bud <laughs>
1: <laughs> you've got your entry into the cave which seems completely different where it's all underground you've got a bit of gas coming up and stuff like that then I feel like that area sort of continues on until you get to the very bottom level and maybe the expanded levels from you know the expanded level for the Elder Dragon bits at the end of the game but it doesn't fit feel... if, if this was a previous Monster Hunter game I'd have expected something which goes completely way out as a random little extra area Something else which completely changes the scene. And, you know, yeah, it is being spoiled, but um, I wouldn't mind it if they reintroduced an older stage just to uh, just to see how it fared in this this new game. That would be lovely.
0: Yeah, Mike, I remember you talking to me about this before, and I think I called you a little bit nuts then, and I kind of see what you're going for. Like, yeah, I mean, you take something like the Ancient Forest, and Zone 1, it's going to look pretty similar to Zone 10. You know, it, it's a very much the same motif throughout. I think it's they just want it to look cohesive. And I think the thing that made them step towards that is probably the ecosystem.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I completely agree on the ecosystem thing. I think that's a perfect thing. And it wouldn't make sense with the way I'm mentioning it here. Because if you look at Monster Hunter 3, you've got, you know, you attack a Ligaiacrus, you know it's going to finally go off to that northern, northwestern part of the map in the little secret hidden underground water place. Yep. But it's like there wouldn't be any point in having a just a dead end out in the middle of nowhere in this new game. So in a way, yeah, I guess logistically it doesn't work, but it's, it'd still be interesting to see, I think. Not necessarily a full-on weakness, but just something I sort of seem to notice about this game.
0: Yeah, no no, I I I completely see where you're coming from. Um Craig Luke, I mean, do you guys have any complaints about the levels themselves? Maybe there's not a lot of variety? Cuz like the Elder Recess I think is probably the one that has the most variety in terms of you go down and it's lava, you come up and it's crystalline.
2: I was thinking about this today and I think I think there's either going to be DLC comes along that adds more maps. But I kind of like the way that yeah, everything, I guess each zone kind of looks familiar. But they make sure that you 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 explore every single nook and cranny of each zone because there's so many different monsters to fight there. So it seems like a design choice, but I can see the other argument as well.
1: I mean you could you could always say that uh, the other thing is we never saw what was between those loading zones on the older games. That might have just been a boring <laughs> <not windy> passage. <laughs> a, just tunnels. <laughs> I yeah. would say two hundred miles to the next area of the map. <laughs> But um, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, like uh, the only thing I can complain about in terms of the areas is I would have liked to see a little more variety in not so much in like the way the zones were built. I'm kind of okay with that. But like we got our forest place, which if I I hate those trees, I can never ever pick, okay, I want to go there and then climb this branch, drop down, swing from here and you'll get I I always get lost. You got your desert, which you know, okay, that works well. Desert mud, I guess. Mm-hmm. would be like number two and then number three is kind of the highlight because we've never seen like a place that's death centric in terms of the monsters that are there and and the effluvia and all that stuff that's the coral highlands as oh well. you're right oh, that- i completely forgot oh my gosh mike thank you coral highlands is amazing
3: yeah yeah
0: like it looks underwater without being underwater it is really cool
3: which is actually a disappointment the lack of water battles i mean who do, i who can
0: all fix- right mike i want you to break his thumbs <laughs> go lock stock on him
3: yeah. just, just yeah. do it <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> so
1: uh, uh, f- water battles are a complete different thing completely completely than- the briefest
3: yeah. moment in time when we were playing that i i hated it it's it's just Wait, it's just
2: is there water battles in the previous game? oh yeah oh. underwater
0: Underwater. You have to worry about breath. You have to deal with the worst, worst camera and controls in the it's, world.
3: It's horrible, Luke. Mm. It's actually horrible. And it was now, still to so fair. good that it kept on going with.
0: Well. <laughs> I would have loved to fight a Legaiacris in this. A Plesioth can just rot in hell for the end, till the end of time. But a Legaiacris would have been a lot of fun to fight. Is that
3: what I thought? And uh, the last yeah. one, the first Yeah, it's under, got the, like yeah. the
0: blue lightning crystals on the back. Yes.
3: Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well,. Yeah. Oh. It's a Royal Ludroth as well, eh? they Oh yeah, cool yeah. Good
0: old... I, I it's actually kinda weird. I think the Great Jaggers looks a lot like the Ludroth. And I wonder why they went that way. But sorry, back to the areas. I wanted a snow place.
2: Yeah, that would have been cool.
0: Because there are a lot of really cool snow monsters that they could have used. Like I would have loved to see a Lugombi. or even a. g I couldn't imagine what a Giganox would look like in this. It would just be disgusting. But um even in in i mean when, when once you finally get to fight teostra it it's pretty cool the the arena you fight teostra in at first where it looks like you're in the middle of a volcano so i mean i, I there is some really cool variety but eh, i i'd like to see more areas like um i i keep forgetting the place that you're mentioning mike it, it's it's not like Secret Waterfall or... or some, but, yeah, it's got that very heavy Japanese architecture look to
1: it. Yeah, I think it's called something village. Something like is that. Is it Hidden I don't Village? Name.
0: Possibly. Possibly. Kakariko yeah, we'll Village. It, but, um, Kakariko Village. It is Kakariko... <laughs> I'd love to fight a monster in Kakariko Village. I didn't... I, did, I thought
3: the, the, the amount of areas were actually okay. I... Totally and utterly. I was happy with the fact that there was no loading screen screens between sections of the map. <laughs> loading queens.
0: Those loading queens, man. <laughs>
3: the forest level, I never once paid attention to the map. Dave, I was totally... I was just following my flies everywhere, which often sometimes you'd be halfway climbing up a vine and then they would change direction
0: and you'd like, oh, jump back down again. When it came time to find the the, the phalanxes for you know getting your cat, that the next weapon, it was like, oh my gosh, the stupid trees. And it's not bad, it's just it, my 3D directions just failed me completely.
1: Speaking of which, uh, uh, swinging on vines and stuff like that, it's, uh, I thought in theory it sounded amazing, but in reality, I don't know if I was that famous, that, you know... Uh, swayed by it or anything. It's uh, you know I, I like it. I like it, but I'd... I thought there might have been a little bit more to it. I don't know exactly
0: what. So you didn't. Say, you're saying the vines didn't swing you either <laughs> way. Well, I mean
1: all the all the environmental attacks and things. You know. you yeah. like, Get a... the waterfall break or you'd the get... the wall of water breaking and then. That... Oh, and yeah. see, I love yeah. those
0: They're dropping the rocks on them. Oh, I love those.
1: They, they were all quite cool, but they didn't seem to be as, as prominent. It might just be that I'm used to the older games and I, I wasn't looking out for them as much. But every single time I go into the Special Arena... Apart from the big dragonator, I forget to drop the rocks on the ceiling. To be yeah. honest, oh,
0: it wasn't until I started playing Gunner where I started to look around for like the vine traps you can use, and oh, you can knock this tree over, and, or you can you know drop the rocks on them. It wasn't really until I started playing Gunner where I noticed these things, mm-hmm. and I think they they front load it quite a bit. There's not a lot in like the desert area that you can do. I mean, there's the uh, the quicksand pit that you can use, and falling down that with a Baroth on top uh, of a Diablo. T- very, <laughs> cool, very cool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would have I liked to see more. I can't remember very many in, like, the um, Elder's Recess. I don't think there's a lot of environmental yeah. mm-hmm. traps. I mean, the floor deformation that happens in that lava room, where if a monster stomps, the floor just kind of collapses on itself. Very cool looking, but I don't think it accomplishes much. Um, one thing I um and and this would mean more to Mike and older players, is I would love to see more different monsters. Like I kinda wish they would have added those monsters that are way out there, like the Celtus Queen or Narcissilla like spiders there's, and there's bugs. Fact,
1: yeah, there's not many insects in this, so there are there in fact I don't know if there are.
0: There hmm. are none. Yeah, yeah, are none. I would have liked to see um my personal favorite which is uh, Brachiodus and Nargacuga. I would have loved to see them just because they are very different fights from a lot of these. Mm. I'm I'm quite surprised that Zinogre wasn't in this. Yeah, I would I would have thought I would have thought Zinoga. Granted, this is of course we're recording this before even the first DLC drops. So we don't know what will be added. I'm hoping a lot of this... I'm hoping they don't do the G version and they just use this as a base and build on it kind of like they did with Street Fighter and they sort of did with Marvel.
2: I read today that the first monsters have been announced. I just can't remember what they're called. I can barely pronounce any of the ones I've fought, so don't... <laughs> don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there were there were a lot of really cool um old flagship monsters like the Tigrex. The Tigrix or the Gormagala. They were oh, I just mm-hmm. hated them, but they were great. Or I can't remember. Uh Mike, you remember the name of the monkey? The big monkey you fought in for uh, you? I the one who uh it's like oh, a, who
1: drops his bowels quite frequently. A, yeah,
0: well him and the one that flies. Yeah, yes. Like that that flying squirrel monkey. Is it
1: Kongala? Yeah, Kong-Gala?
0: there you go, mm-hmm. Kongala. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, guess, I guess my only complaint I have that really struck me was lack of monster variety. But saying this, if that's something that will stop you, there are a there's a huge number of monsters in here. There is. So, there is. Mm. Well,
2: I mean, I'm what f- nearly fifty hours in, and I, there's some monsters I've only fought once. So yeah, there's there's
1: lots. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's no time like the present to add my second slight problem with the game. Which is, you may say that G rank is potentially on its way, but knowing that in the past we've always got the, uh, you know, the ultimate versions of the pretty much game of the year finished up versions. Yeah. Um, I really think carting's <sighs> an an issue in Monster Hunter games. You know, it's it's an un, it's the elephant in the room. It's who carts <laughs> is the person who you're going to secretly hold a grudge against, but you're not going to tell them that, and you're going to be nice. You're going to say we'll play with you again. That's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> But but the truth is, (laughs) I'm only being honest here, but the the truth is, I found this quite an easy experience compared to previous games. I thought it wasn't until something like the Pink raffian where I started thinking, ooh, this could get a bit tasty. So I, I finally did my first armor upgrade at that point, and from there... I mean, it was only probably stumbling block of maybe the Koshala um and the the finale letters from Iwo Jima, where I sort of <laughs> thought, I'll, I'll switch it up a bit. But apart from that, I didn't feel like... I mean, in previous games, I felt like I was trying to match the element of the monster to make sure I wasn't going to take the hits and that this would be a one-hit kill. I think it has limited itself a little bit in, you know, going there, but... but I'm well, not saying
0: hold on I don't sec, enjoy Mike, it. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I'm curious here real quick, and this might add to the conversation. Uh, Luke, or Craig, did you guys hit a monster that was a wall?
3: Yes. Uh, the Pink Rathian, Diablos. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, all right. So you guys got that experience of, okay, what I'm doing is not working. I need to change something.
2: Yeah. I think...
0: okay alright that's good
2: we're both at the same point Craig where we've got the three monsters the three uh, legendary dragons and all three of them have been a significant jump up in difficulty for me I don't know about you
3: Uh, well the experience myself and Dave and then Mike had last night would indicate that they might still be a problem for more than just me
0: (laughs) it it was
1: nice (laughs) i i did jump into that game and suddenly
0: see everyone carting all over the place i thought why am i jumping okay hold on hold on okay look when you spend 40 (laughs) hours playing kingdom come and then you switch to final fantasy 9 you get a little rusty all right that was like the second hunt
3: i know i
1: know just to make it clear I took out my copy of Steins Gate Zero, a visual novel which I'd left on autoplay for 40 hours <laughs> before coming over to Monster Hunter for the first time in a week to see everyone caught around me while I stood my ground.
0: Oh, oh. Hey, hey. Oh, hey.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I jest, I jest. I, I think Tiastra yeah. is 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 he's, hes he's an animal he does he does do moves which are gonna wipe you out mm-hmm. and i was very very lucky that I beat him the first time i've well, not gone back here's That's the what thing we do with these games
0: <laughs> this is what's weird like i i um we'll talk about this later but i soloed mm-hmm. every monster first before i went multiplayer just cause, you know you, you can fail and not feel bad you know you don't yeah. want to cause the the quest over when i i soloed him enough to where I got all his armor and all of it and the weapons from him, then he played multiplayer, and this is actually a negative I have. it does not have dynamic scaling. Mm. so mm. playing him with two people is actually worse than playing with him solo. yeah, it's not until yeah. you get to three or four yeah. where it works out because two people you'll be whacking on them for a good 20 minutes unless you know you're really good, but without that dynamic scaling. Um, mm-hmm. duo-wing thing gets a lot harder. And I think they said that's something they're going to try to be fixing in patches, but that's actually one big complaint, and that was a bit of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deterrent to playing multiplayer was, oh, if I don't get a full group, this is going to last a lot longer than doing it solo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is what I was saying earlier. Saying that,
2: though, every time I've sent a, an SOS, I've not had it's, it always seems to be a full team. It's not very often. I've only had another one person. Uh, I see. I'm
0: still terrified to SOS. I did it once. I sos and it was one of those things where if you faint twice, the quest is over. It was three minutes into the quest, they both fainted. It's like, oh, man. I, I think well, a long time ago when we first started, me and Craig were talking. I mean, Craig. Me and Mike were talking about how, you know, if your friends cart, that's fine. Whatever. You know. Clearly not, Mike. When you cart. <laughs> Well, yeah, when you cart, it is the worst thing. So, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, that always scares me in multiplayer.
2: I have a few things that I think could improve in the game. That um, I don't like the fact that when you're playing with other people, so the game kind of encourages you to play with other people, but you can't just start the same quest. You have to... Like you have to see a cutscene majority of the time before you can play it a bit of Oh
0: yeah, that that is that is a really weird approach for them to take in something that's as multiplayer focused. I mean, I get why, but then just make the ones that have the cutscenes you want to make sure people watch single player. You know?
2: Yeah. Or have the cutscene. But scene then I guess that you... would act
0: like a wall.
2: Yeah, they. I mean, you could even yeah. have the cutscene before before it starts because the majority of the time the cutscene is you know, the bit before it is just you walking into the right area. It's not like...
1: I, I think it's... It is odd that they have this, but it's, in a way, it's a deterrent to, A, get you used to a monster, you know, to prime yourself so that you know what this monster's all about before, A, tackling it with other people, or B, just going off and, and doing a full full party and joining people to do it. Because it does sort of, like, you know, it gives you a good reading of the, of the monster, even if you're going to get trashed by it. Um... Is it necessary? I'd probably say not, but you know this is a game which is bridging something. It's I might have said it's easier there, but it might not be so much about the ease. It might be more about uh, that we're getting we're getting a, a lot less game here. You have to remember previous monsters have been pretty much the sandwich of a single player and a multiplayer experience. You go you know you go across the city, you go to a different map, and you pretty much start from scratch. You might be next to the final boss on single player, but once you go online. You start from wherever you were last, okay. so it's like two completely separate campaigns, which um, you're running through in parallel. And uh, which, Mike, I are think, you
0: sad to see that go? Because I'm not. You know,
1: I don't know. I, I think it's lovely being able to do everything together, but it did feel like sometimes they'd, you know, they'd pick some of the nicer bits from the early quest for single player than some of the nicer bits of the later quest in multiplayer. I think, as I, as I'm always saying, we we've been spoiled by this series. Now it's got to this stage that I'm even complaining at all. It's quite frankly <laughs> ridiculous. Because yeah. well, we could have be been fair, given half the game.
0: Some of this stuff is stuff I had to sit and think hard about, of like, okay, what could I yeah. have a problem with?
2: It's a minor gripe, isn't it? I mean, like, it is just the case, last night Craig and I were on the same quest, so one of us yeah. ran to the cutscene and then jumped out and joined the other person when they were there. So It's not a huge problem.
0: Actually, you know what? That reminds me, uh, because when we were all you know trying to get you guys through the end game uh you got stuck on the well hold on i need to get tracks That would be one thing I could complain about. Yeah,
3: that's my complaint. Is getting that took ages last because I kept on getting distracted. So you'd go on an investigation to get (laughs) tracks, and then before you know it, you've you've got like a third of your bar filled up with tracks. But then instead of quitting out, which is what the sensible thing would be to do to reload the the level, you end up hunting the monster. And it's like, an hour later, you've finally got the tracks, and you've got to do it three times. And you've got to do it for Nergigante a few um, missions, a few quests before. Yep. I I didn't like it. And, And this is what I said to Luke. It's monster hunter, not monster tracker. And it's not monster killer. It's not just killing monsters, it's hunting them, but it's not tracking them. I think there's a distinct difference there, and I think... You know, like Monster Tracker would be more like one of those hidden puzzle games, you know, hidden objects and (laughs) things
0: like that. iOS? Yeah. See, I'll, I'll disagree with you a little bit. I really like the tracking. It was just when they put that wall there of, no, until you get a full bar... You don't get to do it.
3: Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm on. I'm with oh, you okay. on that. Sorry, I might have not articulated that correctly. But I, I like the tracking and I like having to find them and I like the fact that when you level up, your flies are more inclined to just go straight for the monster. So it's there's reward for persistently tracking and picking up bits of dung and things like that. Love it. But okay it's specifically finding those yeah. scratches. For Nergigante so that you can track him. Okay, yeah. It's not
2: rewarding though, is it? It's not like you get to see like glimpses of him. It's not like a monster that you've never seen before and you're like, oh god, he's just smashed through this wall, or here's like a carcass he's left behind. It's oh that he's left a footprint and now you've got to jump out of the level and go back into it to get another footprint. It's it's just like an added wall of grind.
3: Luke, was it Teostra or something we were tracking last night? And you were like, you should get really tiny feet. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway, I, I, I uh, totally uh, agree on that. Yeah,
3: yeah it's that. Um, my other absolutely minor complaint, and it's based upon that initial, it, the confusing side of things where you have to... The menus, there's multiple menus. It's that, what Luke was speaking about last episode. But it was and it's not a complaint it's a confusion what is the point of the gathering hub i think it confuses things rather than just having no that's a complaint all yeah. oh, right okay is that a, an actual complaint that's a complaint?
0: flat out complaint is okay. there is almost no reason other than arena quests to go to the gathering hub
3: yeah why couldn't the arena Quest just beat the boards? or you'd, you'd, i don't i not or why can't you run through together all over the place I, I... there's something wrong about that
0: I I I wish they uh, like it's weird that I would like them to, you know, deg- uh regress a little bit and go back to 3U where you had your town and then the port that you would go to. It was a mini version of your town, but it was online and you yeah. could see everybody that was there. Yeah.
1: But the true the truth is if you did walk out of the main section of the port, yeah. you would actually go to like if you went to the blacksmiths and stuff you loot, you know. You'd say, "Are you in the blacksmiths bit?" And you'd speak to the person over, you know, whatever yeah. PSN or anything. <laughs> and you'd be like, "Oh, where are you stood now?" And you'd sort of go, "Oh, well, I'm. If I if you were on my screen, I'd be stood next to you."
2: <laughs> Stuff like that It was a bit odd. Have you guys played Dragon Ball's universe? Because that's what I'd like to see. Yes! Where it's just a hub, that like everybody has the same world, and you, yeah. it's like hundreds of people can be in the world at once. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how that would work with how detailed the armor is. Like that'd be a lot of loading. Yeah.
2: the
1: The other thing is, all of these scenes, like apart from that gathering hub, everything there is, it's quite well done. There's a lot of stuff yeah. going on, and it, I don't think you can fit that many people on a screen when there's so much going on. Well, so I, you don't just have people blocking the stairway, and then other people <laughs> to use it. the sling <laughs> and people kicking. Them I'm
3: off. thinking a happy middle ground of just having the however many people are in your squad. Yeah. You know, an open squad place rather than an open everyone place. Is
0: I just see I think mm. I think the problem stems from just the way it's designed, having to go up the elevator. Yeah. Made it worse. If yeah. you could say run off to the the right of your room and have that be the gathering hub, that would work fine. Yep, but it's the fact that you got to go, you got to go all the way up there, and then you got to come back down if you want to do blacksmith stuff.
1: What they could do, and what I think would be one one solution is, if you know, like Street Fighter Five, you choose your battle settings. What do you prefer? Who's your favorite character? What's your favorite stage? What's your favorite background music? Um, if you did that with Monster Hunter on your guild card or something and just said, each time I respawn back, I want to come to the Gathering Hub straight away, or each time I come back, I... because oh, you always yeah, would that get dropped off at the main gate, don't you? Yeah, and it's, it always seems like a bit of a, a bit too much of a stretch because I I hate I use the, I use the lift just to go up to the blacksmiths because I can't be bothered
3: <laughs> taking. The, uh, oh the my stairs. god! I've just thought as well because of the way this is all laid out, we've only ever done a couple of things at arm wrestling before. I've completely forgotten about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I think I think mm-hmm. Mike Mike's the champion still, right?
3: I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's that little chapel at the top uh 110
0: that's mate don't score you, you have a,
2: t- a mate don't you have a mad cats controller with a turbo button <laughs> no he used a spoon <laughs>
0: he did the old track and field
2: trick
0: ah uh, yeah I, I know like, that, that, like off, church area that. you're talking about mike yeah i i, I mm, never mm. went in there because i i didn't have to
3: there's another radio up the back of the blacksmith if you got the stills and oh, around, yeah, there's yeah. A, a viewpoint
1: if you remember right i mentioned this to everyone because it has one of the weirdest freaky looking the bird seagull parrot things with no beak or something like that and I tried to get everyone to go up there and by the time (laughs) by the time they did I guess uh, my story was forgotten my fable
0: (laughs) Uh, okay so uh, any more negatives
2: how did you guys find the camera I I didn't like the way it snapped in and out I think there could be some work but that's maybe just the weapon I'm using because I do fly around quite a lot well it
0: might also be the options there are different options because I went in and I changed mine to have it's always pulled back the farthest no matter what, it doesn't do the in and out.
2: Yeah, I did that. It's more the moving around the camera and keeping it, like, sometimes you want to focus on the monster, sometimes you want to snap it back so it looks in front of you.
0: Oh, see, I think that might just be experience because I didn't use lock-on at all the entire game.
1: Yeah, my my camera experience was basically hammering L1 whenever I needed to do anything. That was it. You know, hey, you know, I, I, think, I think it's
0: kind of like Dark Souls. You start with lock-on, and then after a while you're like, okay, this might be a little bit better without it. It's just ease of use. I personally, I had no problems with the camera at all. This is the best camera they've ever had. <laughs>
2: it might just be my weapon usage, because, yeah. you know, the, the Glaive, you are oh, all yeah. over the place quite
0: a lot. Um, One thing Luke brought up in the green room, which is cool because Hangouts is kind of a green room, so we're not lying, Um, is Capcom's stance on loot boxes with this yeah which if any game would have lended itself to a good old-fashioned loot box system monster hunter would be it.
2: it it's more than that though it's i mean like if you look at destiny and like the division you know people are complaining that these games are you know that it's a massive grind at the end and it doesn't seem worth it there's no end game but there's none of that here it's just continuous getting harder and there's no oh well, is that difficult? How about you buy a loot box? Or there's this upcoming DLC. It's it's surprising from Capcom for me, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't
0: know. laughs> yeah, you better add that last yeah. thing on the end. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, like I, I'm actually very surprised Capcom did take the stance they take. I mean, they're not as bad as like Tecmo Koei, but Capcom likes their DLC, and I'm very surprised. And I wonder if this is their all right. We've got one chance to make Monster Hunter work on a console. Yeah, yeah.
3: Let's not let's not, not muck cock us up. up.
0: Yeah, because uh, I mean, I, I think this is even a conversation me and Mike had a while ago on a podcast. Was this is a series they haven't mucked with very much at all, and and it's very heartening to see that this is now the best selling Monster Hunter game. Period.
2: Saying that though, I would buy DLC for this game.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. If you, uh, monster packs. Yeah, totally. If you'd... If
1: you would like to spend a sizable amount of money on a Hadouken, feel free to go ahead. <laughs> but I, I have looked. I know initially all, all coverage out there seems to suggest that it's all reasonable, but they have just recently started doing a few new things, like a Street Fighter stick pack.
0: Yeah, I Hadouken, saw that. Hadouken,
1: Shoryuken. And they are quite extortionate to be brutally honest about it. And this isn't Uh, you know like Titanfall 2 I was happy to get DLC for that game because it was you know it wasn't that much and you got quite a bit back for it even if it was all quite uh you know decorative but in this I think you know initially I don't think they even wanted some of the older gestures to return unless you paid but it looks like they turned them into free DLC by the time the game launched so I wouldn't be too confident about that just yet.
0: Well, I mean, the stuff they do have is the most cosmetic and useless of cosmetic things you can have. So right now, as it sits, they haven't tied it to anything that even remotely could be used to further yourself in the game. So well, I, Let's
1: face it, Dave, who who is going to want to play Ryu without throwing a
2: fireball?
0: Once who's going to want to play as Ryu when the armor set isn't that good? Dave, have you been on
2: the store? Yeah. They've got the uh, Honda face paint.
0: I know, and I have thought about it, okay, because the fat man needs love wherever he shows up. But as long as they keep it to stuff like that, where it is, unless you want it, it's not going to help you at all. It's just, ooh, I want to look pretty. That's perfectly fine by me. All right, so what about the things that you would change to give it legs? Like, are you guys, well, first state how long you've been playing it and whether or not you're starting to burn out on it.
3: I have been playing this for about fifty-five hours, and I will continue playing at my current pace for as long as it takes to get everything. So I don't. I, I'm just going to keep going with it, and it will be very social with you guys. It'll be it'll be a lot more social. Like, ah, do you fancy a wee runabout, in Monster Hunter? Yeah, why not?
0: And just for the record, you are at uh, Teostra, Kushala and Valazar. Yeah, yeah.
3: And I'm not okay. t- I'm not tired of it at all. I'm in no rush whatsoever. I'm not a complete mentalist that's sent a triple digit a or anything like that. I'm very much... I'm comfy where what I am. What a loser! <laughs> <laughs> I am starting to feel
2: a little bit fatigued with the game, but I've really... Yeah, I've I've, I've had a blast with it, so I'm not... I think it's that grinding. And
0: anything you would change to, to uh, help you get legs to it? Like, less grinding?
2: Yeah, but I think that's more me not having much tolerance for it anymore in comparison to you guys all seem to be okay you guys all seem to be for it so i really can't i really can't complain it's just a preference for me i'd like to see the interface completely completely redone and be a lot easier to use it just seems overwhelming i mean for example there's the the melding thing i haven't looked into that at all because neither of you guys have been on when i've been playing to ask and i just can't be asked googling (laughs) it whilst every other previous thing like the safari and the 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 pirate guy that goes and gets stuff that you can buy i asked you guys about and now i understand Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's just every new you
0: could talk to the handler a whole bunch Uh,
2: screw that woman (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, and, and just, just in case anybody else has the same question, the melder is very simple. You basically take other monster parts and meld them into other monster parts. You take your Wyverian tickets and your, let's just say Thunderbugs for whatever reason, and you meld them into an Anjanath gem. Think of it more as trading mm-hmm. than melding
2: uh so i have
0: and that's all pretty much this i was
2: saying to craig last night i've got loads of resources that i've not used so i should probably like upscale them to things that i should use is that what that's for yeah Ah.
0: yeah basically um
2: we should start a podcast called monster hunter tips by dave
0: (laughs) and i will get flamed incredibly fast (laughs) (laughs) Mm. try using the sharp side of your weapon um mike what about you are you starting to flag a little bit
1: i think i am in a way um, basically I've, I've put my hundred hours in, I've seen it through to the end of the credits, um, and I am on my way to unlock what I think is the last main significant sort of part of it. So I'm around, uh, oh, rank 40. Oh, the last tier
0: of tempered monsters? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I've, I've just got the, what, one that supposedly unlocks around hunter rank 50 and then I'm just smooth sailing all the way to a uh, to hundred, which I plan to do, um, but I think I think in some cases we've sort of been put put off a bit by the timescale of things. I know you, Dave, you got your copy a little bit earlier. Uh, yes. Mine sort of seemed like it was delayed, and it wasn't, and I don't know what was happening. But in short, sure, it's always been a bit of a game of catch-up to you. And then, you know, the the stars haven't aligned for everyone at the same time. You know, we've got old friends, Grim. It, it should should well be with us at the same time and stuff. And, uh I think as we approach the end, the cutscene thing's not gonna be an issue anymore, obviously. We've pretty much seen them all. And yeah. I think we, we can blast through and it's now just that, you know, at our own pace that we wanna play the game. And that's that's a nice way to do it, knowing that we've got all we will have DLC on the way. And I you know, I've never I've never lost faith in Capcom. I think they're gonna keep this game relevant for plenty of time to come. The only fear is, you know, if we get I've I've always dreamed of having a four-player team going in, going into Monster Hunter, and it might even be me stopping it. You know, I play visual novels sometimes. And yes, you do, Mike. Them. And I should be just saying, you know, there's a few, there's three people on Monster Hunter. I could be that fourth. I could be fulfilling my own dream <laughs> by giving them their dream. So, uh, you know, uh, keep bringing the monsters. If Capcom get the chance, I'd absolutely love them to bring one or two different areas to the game. If they can do that, I'd, I'd be absolutely happy. As it stands, I'm already happy, so hey, so win-win.
0: All right. Um. Personally, as as they have alluded to, I in the first what week I had a hundred hours. <laughs> I
2: think even now you've still got more hours than Gaijin Hunter, and that, this is his job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, right now, as it sits, on. I'm at 193 hours and I'm about ready to call it myself. And this is not because I'm bored because, you know, I could probably shave a couple seconds off that time in the arena. I could probably get a couple more weapons. Maybe I'll run through everybody's land. You know, there's tons of stuff to do. It's just, it's very hard for me to justify playing this that I've already almost caned when there's stuff I haven't played yet. Yeah. So, as soon as there is something I haven't done in Monster Hunter, oh, I'll be back all over it.
3: For the past month, Dave, I, you've said something in nearly every podcast. I don't know if you've noticed, but you've said I would have done more of X, but you know, Monster Hunter's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Every single. <laughs> I would
0: have played more. Of the,
3: I would have played more of this retro <laughs> game, but you know, Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: My goal my goal is to in-world outdo my time for Monster Hunter 3U which was 427 hours. So if I can outdo that then the $60 I spent on Monster Hunter will be well worth it. But if I kept going the way I'm going now, I would burn out and be done. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. I want that to be like when you pop on and say, hey, I need some help with, you know, Kirin. Can you give me a hand? i like, yes, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I, I want. I still want to feel that excitement every time I boot it up. And as soon as Devil Joe drops and other monsters drop, I will be back in here spending another 50 hours farming Devil Joe so I can get all the gear and cursing the devil pickle. You know, it, it, it's. I'm looking forward to spending more time. But I'm pacing myself, which is weird to say when you've got a hundred and, you know, that was many going hours say, into it. I thought I was pacing myself. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, I mean, it's also because when we, me, Mike, Grimm, and, and Carl were all playing for you, it physically hurt me to play. Like, a 3DS is about as comfortable as holding a brick with spikes on it. It's just, but, you know... Y- you get your Circle Pad Pro and you power through it. It was something I always said was, man, if they ever release this on a console, it would be a dream come true. And then you know, you know, Mike would pop in with this, yeah, I'd love it if they change this, and Carl would be, I love it if they, and the, they did that all here. And yeah, like this is one of the best games I've ever played, hands down. Like if you said, here's a Desert Island, here's Monster Hunter, I'd be like, all right, send some Capri Suns, I'm good. <laughs> and I mean, I guess that that's pretty much my overall thoughts of if this game had came out last year. The only words you would hear on the best of twenty seventeen would be Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Hey guys, Monster Hunter. I can't tell you how much this game is amazing. So, um, overall thoughts, guys, like finishing thoughts.
3: I I had a number of awesome events throughout this the time playing this game, but I think my biggest thing has been I was a bit nervous about it at the start thinking, oh, it's going to be too difficult now. You quickly get over that. you quickly used to it. It's, it's fine. It does feel a bit... It feels easier than playing it on the Wii U. Anyway, it f- feels much easier than that. That wasn't the problem. And then it was, oh, it's great having Dave and Mike and Luke online. And we're all online running about. The biggest revelation for me was the SOS flares and pulling in people that you've never met before, you've got no vocal communication with, yet for some strange reason everyone or most people online that play this game are all on the same mission and they're all out to do the same thing and everything seems to click really quickly, like you fall in and you've got a purpose. Someone's on the tail, someone's hitting the legs, someone's riding the thing to death, and it, every single time I filed an SOS flare, I get like three other folk that, most of the time, were all right. And I just thought, this is fantastic. This is a massive community of people playing this game that are all really fantastic people. And it really, it really hit home how awesome this game is and why it's so. It's the most popular Monster Hunter, and it's got a solid following of people, and probably why Capcom haven't fiddled with it to death or anything. It's just. Yeah. Yet, yet. It's just brilliant. And that bit that bit of it, that the SOS flares and the online side of things and playing with randoms, totally not a late. I was just like, lovely. And playing with you guys is just an absolute blast. Because even though Dave carts twice, if I cart last, I'm like, oh my god, it's my fault.
0: It's my fault.
3: Well, because you me? do. You quite often do I carried, that.
0: Dif- I carried you people through so many monsters. I cart twice once. Mm-hmm. Or twice. Yep. Or twice, <laughs> and this is the thanks I get. <laughs>
3: when you are right up at the top, there's only one way to go, and that is down. But Higher. no, oh. I, I, I love the game. And as I said earlier, things like the um, armor stats displaying, picking armors, and picking weapons and figuring out what gems you want to roll with and having all the loadouts set up so I've got, I've got a fire loadout and a water loadout and a thunder loadout I love all that stuff I just love it and it's the perfect balance of staty numbers and just simplicity that just sold the whole thing to me and it's beautiful I really like this game, can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll shut up now
1: Right, well I think I'm, I might jump in here if that's okay Because uh, I can't reach any of that sort of level of detail that Craig just gave. I'm going to keep mine quite sweet and simple. Just that this game arrived, highly anticipated. I basically whacked it straight into the PlayStation, put my copy of Street Fighter V into the Monster Hunter box. (laughs) And for the first time in absolutely ages, I never turned my PlayStation on and thought I could be playing... Oh, all those 3DS games, all those uh, Switch games, etc. I never questioned it once. I just turned it on and I played the game. There's never any debate about it. There's never any bad feeling that I should be playing anything else. It's <clears throat> my only worry is that it's been released so early in the year that it's going to be forgotten about as a game of the year because, quite frankly, I think we might have been given it way too early. Um, I, I don't think there's any way I could have been disappointed with it, and. If I had to pick one, one last thing, it'd be I'd love to start over and play every single mission online because I think I've only done disservice to it by playing some of it solo. Um, but yeah,
2: brilliant. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really glad I picked this up. I was a bit hesitant at first, but I've had an absolute blast with it. It's you know I remember saying to Craig like week one of owning it, like I really can't wait to get home to just play it and. Um, that's such a pleasure to have that experience nowadays. You know, being older, jobs and stuff. It's just you don't get as much time to game as you'd like to, and it's it's great when you, <laughs> it's great when you've got a game that'll uh, pull you in. So yeah, uh, had a really good time with it, and I mean, we listed off a few flaws previously, but they're really really insignificant in comparison to like all the great things this game does, and um, I'm looking forward to see what they can do with dlc and patching because i think a lot of the problems that we identified they're not huge problems they're things that could be fixed quite easily and um i mean i've just come out of playing bloodborne which is quite possibly one of my favorite games and this holds up against it in most ways it's just absolutely amazing so i'd really really recommend it
0: uh last question for you guys uh the newbies Are you guys now consider yourself Monster Hunter fans? Has this game converted you in one go?
3: Yes. I agree with Luke. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Well, then it did its job.
3: I think it's funny as well because this was the month before this came out. We played the beta. We went on to Monster Hunter 3U and I thought, great, we'll play this. We decided not, if you remember right, there was a conscious decision at some point to not actually go to town on the Wii U for fear of burning out on this. I yeah. don't think I could move backwards through the series. I don't think I could no. go back to three U or anything like that. But very much a fan, and I look forward to what the future holds.
0: As long as that future holds it on console, dear God, I'm hoping it does. If it's, I, I but,
3: mean, I'm not going to pick up another mobile platform at all. I'm I'm done with that. Can I say the things? Maybe maybe I sw- <laughs> no, not Switch. No, nah.
1: Although, if any Capcom representatives are listening for some sort of weird reason, please release Double Cross on the Switch because I would probably still pick it up. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um. All right. Well, that's it for Monster Hunter, guys. I mean, I don't think we could have without going into more, you know, from minute details on the systems. But that's not very fun to listen to. It's more fun to listen to people just talk about how much they like a game. So. One game that we might not have that uh, good to talk about because there will be differing opinions, I do believe, is next time we're going to be doing Bioshock 2. Oh, the worst Bioshock. Okay. The best one. The best Bioshock. The best one. So join us next time when we argue over best or worst. (laughs) And as always, you can get us on Twitter, Facebook, or Gmail. And that's all at the Bit Effect. Uh, Other than that, I guess all that's left is to say goodnight, gentlemen. Wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. The cats that made your meals. How good do those meals
0: look? Oh, yeah. Oh, the oh. palicos? Ah, oh, yeah. I want, I want a shrimp kebab. Totally want a shrimp kebab. And the first time I did that, the first time I did that was last night.
3: I was like, Dave, I've never done that. I got the wee cutscene, like, the first what? time last night. That's yeah, I know. Oh, oh,
0: That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, little uh, iPad chef. Yeah. yeah. The,
2: the way he just adds a little bit
0: of salt and pepper. That's yeah. <laughs> like, all he does. All right. Now say good night, gentlemen.
3: Good night, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. Good night. Mike, say good night, gentlemen, for comic effect. Oh
1: my god, good night, gentlemen. <laughs> good
0: night.